Welcome to the Leadership Void Podcast. Enrique and Vince here, and we're all about helping you develop and fill the areas of void in your leadership. Let's get started. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Leadership Void Podcast. I'm Enrique, Vince, my co-host, and we have a special guest all the way from Texas. Now, we said we, we're on the national tour, making our way back to the Lone Star State. Vince will introduce. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Happy June, everyone. Here we are in St. Marcos, Texas, with John Minyard, who is a co-founder, vice president, and COO of Fantail Services, LLC. So welcome, John, to the show. Please, let's just start off. Tell the audience a little bit about you. Hey, well, thank you so much for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Uh, it's good to talk to you. Um, I was born and raised in Texas. Uh, grew up here till I uh, about 20 years old, and then I decided I needed to find my way in life, and I joined the Navy. Uh, my brother had a pretty big impact on that. He was already in the Navy, so I just kind of followed in his footsteps. Um, went in with the full intention of doing a couple of years and moving on to something else. And lo and behold, next thing I know, I've got almost 30 years in and uh, I'm looking at trying to retire from there. Um, I did a great, a lot of great things in the military. It was a lot of fun. I had met a lot of great people, great experiences, traveled the world, uh, and then retired in 2013 from the uh, US Pacific Fleet where I was the Fleet Master Chief there. Uh, and that's where I met Enrique there. Um, 2013, I started consulting in coaching and leadership and process improvements, mainly in the oil and gas, but a little bit in manufacturing and really kind of brought the military side of how we do things into the civilian workforce. And then last year I decided, uh, it was a dream of mine to start my own company. And, uh, I figured what is, what is the best time to do that? Uh, presidential election, oil and gas completely collapses and we're in the middle of a pandemic is the best time to start a business. So I've got that adversity side uh, out of the way and now it's nothing but uh, rainbows and uh, unicorns. So. That's a great story. You know, and I tell you that uh, back when I met you, uh, that that was a, a meeting of the minds there for, for a while. Uh, we ventured into a great, uh, you know, great tour and event, but fantail, right? It, it brings me right to the Navy, right? So that, that, that goes well with the Navy. Tell us a little bit about fantail services. So um, with my background and my partner's background is in oil and gas and he's worked offshore. Um, we kind of came together in 2020 and said, what, what do we want a company that we own to look like? And so it's really a solutions-based consultancy. And that sounds cliche and it sounds like, well, there's hundreds of those out there. And so what we've tried to do is every day we ask ourselves, what is different? So when we talk about solutions-based consultancy, it's, it's leadership, it's leadership development, but there's a continuum on the back end of that. It's not just come in and do a nice little summit, give them some leadership principles and traits and then leave. We want to continue that journey with a potential client or individuals for months and months afterwards to really develop that leader. <clears throat> then we started looking at 
you'll have to forgive me with my sinuses, but they're acting up today in Texas. So uh, then we started looking at what other areas can we help clients with? And so what I found is by joint venture, by networking, by bringing people together, it's really started to help some clients because we found a lot of them just don't want to share experiences, share ideas, challenges that they have with other individuals. And so we've kind of tried to bring all those folks together to, to, uh, to really share their experiences because I'm just a believer that life is a team sport and you've got to bring people together instead of trying to tackle this thing individually. I love that life is a team sport. That's a good one. I love it. Thank you for sharing that, John. Yes, sir. There are, there are a plethora of organizations and companies, so we cannot, we need more leadership companies. So I'm grateful for you all starting out last year doing the crazy storm. Um, so any current things you're doing or how, how's it going since you started during this pandemic? Well, Obviously, last year was a challenge, you know, because everybody was pretty much closed up and, you know, they're trying to figure out if they're going to be able to stay in business. So that was a challenge, but it was also a blessing for us because it allowed us to kind of define and then redefine what we really wanted to do. As you, as you start a business, there's all kinds of challenges and pitfalls that you don't even realize are there. When you start talking marketing, you start and, you know, who are our clients? Who are the clients going to be? Uh, how do we how do we network and those kind of things? So last year was somewhat of a blessing. And so we rolled into 2021 with our eyes wide open and said, OK, the pand pandemic's starting to ease up and we looks like businesses are starting to start to open the back up. That's been a little slower than we anticipated. But uh, looking forward, June, uh, you know, there's a lot of clients out there that are reaching back out to us that we've contacted six months ago now. So what's on the horizon for us? I, I think it's, uh, you know, it's an open highway. We've got a lot of opportunities. Um, I'm talking to folks up in Canada, North Dakota, California, uh, pretty much all over the United States on different projects that uh, potentially start to open up. So the future's looking real good for us. Yeah, and uh, you mentioned the horizon. I was about to ask you, you know, what's coming down the pike? Um, and it looks like you guys have the burners going. And given the fact that we're now moving out of a COVID-restricted type of climate, it's nice to see that small companies, small businesses are regaining their traction in the marketplace yeah. and getting out. I see a lot of traveling going on. So uh, what kind of uh, events do you have coming up that uh, people might want to be interested in? So one of, the, one of the things, and this goes back to the leadership development side of it, I looked around and I've actually enlisted Enrique to help me do some of the research with his leadership background and some other folks. And I started looking around at, at how do we reconnect people? How do we bring them back into uh, the world that they used to, to be part of because everybody just kind of went off to their homes and worked out of their homes. And, you know, we've kind of lost that personal connection with people. So I started looking at what we want to put together as a leadership summit. I think it's going to be different than everybody um, it thinks of what a summit should be. My numbers are very small. 
I'm looking at 15 to 20 people, um, like-minded individuals, CEOs, COOs, leaders within their companies to bring together in different locations throughout the United States for a two-day summit, uh, but with the caveat in mind that that continues on after the summit, because now we've come together as 15 to 20 people, we've established trust, we've established uh, some friendships there, and let's continue that journey on with sharing ideas and stuff. So we've got um, some leadership summits scheduled in August in Florida, uh, probably Alabama in September, looking at Hawaii at the end of the year, and uh, back here in Texas, probably around the October, November timeframe. And if a company finds themselves wanting to just do a summit uh, at their location, we can certainly travel to them. It's a, it's a road show, but we're never gonna do anything like a lot of the big speakers out there where you have hundreds and hundreds of people in a room uh, and the speakers talk to everybody, but there's not a lot of personal interaction. I, I believe in the personal interaction. So that's one of the big things that we're working on right now to, to move forward. Uh, definitely, a, it's a good motto and a good uh, way to do your services over there, Fantail, because hey, you know, you're building the trust, you're energizing them, but you're keeping them on point as they develop throughout their, you know, the C-suite at the, those executives. So kudos to you. Uh, so John, yeah, you're welcome. Let's transition. Um, on leadership development. So 30 years in the Navy doing this great, great stuff. They have a, you know, a great colleague doing some great things for Fantel services. So let's talk about what professional development areas do you work on to improve your capabilities as a leader? Ooh, I work on them, try to work on them every day. Uh, you know, I think being in this business uh, and, and talking about leadership development really kind of keeps you in tune with, you know, what's going on in the, in the world and everything. What I do a lot of times is I, I look out and look at different um, philosophers or leadership gurus or whatever you want to call them, the John Maxwells, the Zig Ziglar's, those type of folks and see what they're putting out. I'll, a lot of times I'll take what they're theorizing or, again, I think it's the best word I can come up with is what they, in theory, what they think a good leader should be. And then I try to share it with peers, friends of mine, and say, hey, is this a good leadership skill or trait that you should have? Because a lot of times I think you can read a lot about leadership in books, but then actually being able to put it to the test is, is the mark of what's going to be effective. And that's what we did in the military. I mean, all of us went through different leadership development courses in our military career, but then we were put into the fire and put into those positions where we had to lead people. And some of those theories worked and some of them didn't. Um, I also try to read different books. Uh, I, I read this uh, daily reader from John Maxwell. You know, every day he's got another leadership philosophy. So I try to read that. It's, it's called Maxwell's Daily Reader. And that seems to work pretty well. And then I always try to touch on the Bible. You know, I think... Uh, <clears throat> the good Lord's got a plan for me. I'm not sure what it is yet, but uh, I'm trying to follow it. So it's kind of what hey, I do. And I, I subscribe to that publication myself. So I know there's a lot of leadership uh, principles that come out of it and that blows your mind. Uh, John Max was another uh, person that we, uh, that we love and, and hold dear. A lot of great uh, teachings come out of uh, not only him, but his establishment. So we appreciate that. 
Now there's a lot of people that are looking for, you know, the, the top three tips that John can give me, right? They're emerging, they're learning. I was in that boat when I met you trying to learn. You gave me more than three, but uh, share th uh, three tips or three things that you could tell somebody uh, that's coming up that wants to develop as a leader, uh, but are foundational to the leadership development that you would like for them to have. Okay. Um, I think the first one that I would tell people is humility. I think you have to be humble. Uh, I know it's been said so many times, but if you're not humble, uh, if you're looking to take credit for everything that, that's being done by you or your team, you're probably not going to be very effective. You may last for a little while, but in the end, you're just not going to be uh, real, real effective. I think you also have to have courage. Um, again, another kind of cliche word, but do you have the courage to stand up when people are throwing darts at you and, and throwing spears at you and trying to tear you down? Because a lot of it, a lot of companies, I mean, they look at their leaders, they may not respect them. Uh, so they look at ways to tear them down. Can you withstand that charge? So I think humility and courage, um, and then a sense of humor and understand that you don't know it all. You will never know it all. Um, and if you're not willing to share your challenges, sharing your feelings with other people, your peers, your workers, um, I think that's a great way to get respect is you're in a board meeting and you're the, you're the senior guy in there and you're afraid to ask a question because you don't know the answer. But if you ask the question, people are going to look at you differently and go, wow, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about, which is completely false. Uh, but having that courage to, to be able to do that, those are the three things that I kind of look at. I love it. You know, humility, courage, humor, you know. Be authentic in that sense, and you know, because yeah, they're oh. throwing at you all day and every day. Uh, the bullseye gets bigger as higher up you go in the chain of command, as I share. Sure <laughs> does. It sure does. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so you spoke a little bit about challenges. So how how do you, John, handle challenges you face or currently facing? Um, I think you. It depends on the challenge for me. It. Um, I. I I face daily challenges, obviously in personal life and in, in work. So I kind of separate the two because I think you deal with those differently. But within the workforce, how I deal with challenges is uh, I'm very open with the employees. Uh, I want them to share their experiences, share what they're feeling. And then I'll, I'll also come back to them and say, look, here's what we need to do. We're facing this challenge. What do you think? we should be doing. So getting other people's inputs helps me with the challenge. But I think it also empowers them because now they're part of the solution. They're not, you know, it's not just me trying to figure this thing out um, for them or for the entire company. And then within the personal life, I think you just have to have, you know, faith and belief and um, I've got a wonderful spouse, my wife, Michelle, 36 years, she's been by my side. So being able to confide in her and share, you know, things that we're going through uh, just helps. And having good friends around that you can talk to as well. Yeah, that's uh, definitely uh, a good source of encouragement and support 
Uh, I know Michelle, so I, I know you're in great hands there. Um, we're talking about challenges and the many different things that can come our way. Uh, some of those things make us change one thing or another. And so in times of change, we're, we're, you know, we had a huge time of change this last year and a half uh, for the world. Uh, but what are some strategies that you implement when the time for change comes? Well, as you know, Enrique and Vince, people don't like change. They get comfortable. They like the status quo. But I think in this world with technology and everything that we're going through, change is inevitable. You can't get away from it. The world is changing so rapidly. So I think you go back to your core beliefs. You know, when you're talking challenges, you face them head on. Uh, got to remember that with challenges, not everything is a priority and not everything is needs to be dealt with right then. But I think if you go back to your core principles and what you really believe in, um, you know, you know me, I, I've got leadership principles uh, that I try to live by every day. You know, when I think about decisions, I think about what effect does those have on not only myself, but the people that are working for me or the people that I'm dealing with, you know, and if you don't think about those decisions ahead of time, then you may make the wrong decisions. But I think just having, you know, five or six core beliefs, principles that you aspire to be the best at will help you get through a lot of those things. I think if you get put into a leadership position, before you step into that position, you sit down and think about three or four things that you really want to get across to the people you're about to lead, you know, high expectations, uh, you know, get their inputs. The more you get people's inputs, because people love to talk. And if you get their inputs, <clears throat> a lot of times they'll follow you. And uh, I'm reading this little article on is, it, is the hill worth dying for? And it's a pretty fascinating little article about, you know, the challenges of being a leader and everybody behind you looking at you and are you willing to charge that hill and die on it for, for, your, for them? And so that's kind of the way I approach things. So definitely some great tips and great strategies and how you face your challenges. So thank you, John, for sharing and being an avid reader and having that tribe to support and empower. So I, I want to let the audience know how do they connect with you or Fantown Services if they want to go to a leadership summit or have one come to their to their backyard? What do, how do they reach you or your company? So everything is, uh, as far as my contact information, I'm on LinkedIn and then uh, everything's on our website at uh, www.fantailservices.com. Uh, and then my personal email is just john at fantailservices.com. Uh, I'm very quick to respond to people. Uh, I don't like leaving emails lingering out there. So I will respond as quickly as I possibly can. And uh, I love to talk to people, so. Call me anytime. Thank you for, thank you for sharing that. Uh, we'll make sure to put that as part of the video and the show notes so that anyone can uh, contact you uh, for your services or any one of those summits that you mentioned earlier, which thank I encourage you. people to to reach out and go and attend. Um, selfless plug there, but <laughs> you know it's you. it's a great it's a great structured uh, environment for leadership development. And I know that it's going to be a great event. 
Now, folks, uh, for those wanting to contact us, the leadership void at gmail.com is our email. Please feel free to reach out. And uh, if you have anything, anything that you want to cover on related to leadership, if you want a speaker hosted on our show, please include that there or any comments. Uh, we would love all of them to be great, but we know some are constructive. So, hey, we welcome them all and we'll read through them and, uh, and act accordingly. But uh, John, thank you so much for being with us, sharing this platform with us, sharing Fantail services and all the things that you guys are up to and, and the things that are coming in the future. Now, folks, uh, we have great information following this right now, and Vince is going to cover it, uh, but we're excited for the rest of the year, uh, and uh, John is ushering us into that uh, season. Thank oh, you yeah. so much. Yeah, no, thank you, John. It's been a pleasure and an honor to finally meet you virtually, and what you guys are doing in St. Marcos, Texas, and, and for the nation, and hopefully Canada and the world, so. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> And I look forward to seeing you in personally in Florida sometime. So. Absolutely. We look forward to seeing you here in our backyard. There you <laughs> and, go. Yes, sir. And for those listening in, uh, we are trying, we have a goal. Our second goal is to reach 200 subscribers on our YouTube, ch YouTube channel, The Leadership Void. Once you subscribe, you enter into a drawing of Standing Your O by Scott McGregor, the salute version, which is the military version. It's a great book, a great read a great guest on our season one. So please subscribe to our YouTube channel. We also do radio check, which is a time for us to get back and check on our buddies and uh, in arms on 1st and the 15th at 1900, which is 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So that's on LinkedIn Live. You can check us out there. And um, as well as we continue our journey, we have another dynamic uh, guest uh, veteran. So stay tuned for next Wednesday as well. So. Thank you very much, John, for being here. Fantail Services LLC is in the house, and we look forward to our next venue with you in Florida. <laughs> God bless you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the Leadership Board Podcast. If you have any topics you would like to discuss or you are dealing with leadership issues, be sure to write us at theleadershipvoid at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe and share. Until next time.